welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Hallelujah. It's holiday time. Oh, anybody got a holiday to come yet? A few tentative hands raised around the room. Hallelujah. If you're wondering where my wife is, she's with her mum down in Norfolk. She's needing to pop and see her quite regularly these days. But, uh, and Brian and Shona, of course, are over in Canada. Uh, everybody else, I don't have a list, but you know. <laughs> so it's August, so we have shorter family services throughout August. So I'm not going to preach for a long time, but I'm going to share with you right now just a few things. And then hopefully we can have a few people come up and uh, perhaps tell a story of uh, Faith Camp, Faith Camp 18, or even Faith Camp 87, or whatever, you know, as it was the last one. For Kingdom Faith, it was very historic to come to that. 36 years. We've been running Faith Camp, and that, uh, so to bring something to an end was an unusual thing to do. Uh, as Pastor Collins said, it's easy to finish something that's not working. It's much harder to uh, actually stop something that is still successful. And I think 4,000 plus people gathering to worship Jesus is a definition of successful. Uh, and it was. It was a great camp, but it's time for something new. And that's what the Lord has been speaking to all of us in Kingdom Faith. It shouldn't come as a surprise, really, how God has been speaking to us throughout the year. But, uh, so the children are staying in. And uh, we'll, have some, we'll go back into some worship at the end as well. So if you're going to come forward and share a story, have a think. We've got some photographs to show you. And because it was the last one, there's far too many. I, I, I had my photos, because I'm usually really bad at taking photos, but I kept thinking, it's the last one. It's the last one. I must take some photos. I did my usual trick when taking video and stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> and got great video of my feet. Uh, uh, so, but we've got loads of... And then I'd already copied some. So Lauren, thank you very much. Charlotte Guy, thank you very, very much for your photos. If you share them on Facebook, I will steal them. And Anne Fuster, I've stolen loads of yours as well. So I've added a few of their photos in as well. Uh, we're not going to watch 500, don't panic. <laughs> but there is about 100. So <laughs> and, it was kind of, and I was trying to do it this morning, you know, in between thinking, I must get to church. Oh, oh that one, that one, that one, that one. So I, I apologise if you were there and you don't appear in a photograph. And I apologise if you appear in many photographs as well for some of you. Um, but it's, uh, well, you'll see in a few minutes. We'll, we'll take a look in a few minutes. We arrived, uh, so well, some arrived Friday, some arrived uh, Saturday for most of us, not all. And uh, Friday, I got to the Peterborough showground and it was 34 degrees centigrade. It's like, how are people going to survive this week? Well, the answer was, <laughs> the next day, I have never had such bad weather at the start of Faith Camp. It was the worst wind, I, we, we, not personally, you understand, the worst wind we had ever experienced. I mean, uh, the, across the camp, there were so many tents ripped, tent poles broken, um, and, it, and it was sad, and it, it was poignant as well, because, you know, there was like, these are the tents that people have come to Faith Camp in for all, the, for all these years. Um, Nigel and Elka's tent was sort of it was, it was, was torn and we, we had to get a new one together didn't we? it was like oh we, we could have at least had Nigel's tent for this camp <laughs> but um, it's not about tents is it and God really spoke to me actually through the weather I realised that in a sense the weather was prophetic because the tent poles were broken and the tents were being ripped 
Because God was showing us that we can't hold on to structures. We can't hold on to forms we've already had. Even things that we've become, if we're honest, dependent upon. I mean, faith camp has been an amazing time for lots of people every year. Recharged, sorted, things happen in their lives. They're turned around. And uh, it was coming to an end. So I think there was quite a lot of propheticness. And it was, but it was coming to an end with, a, with wind, with the move of the Holy Spirit. And I think in people's lives, including our own personal lives and us corporate, be ready for the Lord to break some of the old ways of doing things. Be ready for the tent to rip. You know, because what we have been before cannot contain what God is about to do amongst us. Now, Pastor Colin, Pastor Clive, very clear on a prophetic word that had come from a couple of places from outside of kingdom faith, was uh, of a massive door closing. You think, that doesn't sound great. The massive door was faith camp. But then shortly afterwards, an even bigger door opening. There's not going to be an even bigger faith camp. But there is going to be something bigger. And Pastor Colin was, was very clear. What he sees happening is the church, us the church, us the people, um, really rising up. You know, it's great to have a faith camp. But no matter how many faith camps you have, you only affect, well, over the years, probably, I don't know, 100,000 people. But if everybody's motivated, you, you begin to communicate and, and, and take hold of what's happening and communicate to hundreds of thousands of people. And that's what's going to happen. You know, here, God's going to multiply. It was a breaking of the old. The anointing that's upon Pastor Colin is resting upon us all. That ability to communicate biblical truth but under the power of the Holy Spirit. To be a kingdom people. Your kingdom come was an incredible theme of the week. Shameless audacity, as God has been talking about, has been, was kind of the theme of the week. The, the passage that that's from in Luke 11, which we've been sort of in for the past eight months or so, really, going back in and back in and back in. That kind of could have been the narrative of faith count this week, which is really exciting when that kind of thing happens, isn't it? God gave me, or reminded me really, of this scripture, with, uh, cause, mostly because it mentions tents, <laughs> but Isaiah 54, and I think this is very much a definite place we are. Uh, when I, uh, I, I spoke for a short time on Wednesday morning, and everybody got very excited about Kingdom Faith Yorkshire, we had so much feedback from that morning, uh, and I said to people, I said, you know, we have been through some horrible times, but it's amazing what God is doing. And uh, people really latched on to the, what God is doing. Welcome, Rob and Lottie. <laughs> Do just sneak in, we won't notice. <laughs> My apologies, you won't come again. <laughs> but, um, well, this is what the scripture says. And it also relates to the Israelites wandering in the desert before they took the promised land. Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into tongue, song, shout for joy. I'm tired, okay? Because you who were never in labor, because more are the children of desolate women than, what, than of her who has a husband. We have a husband, it's the Lord. But our children are lesser than the children of the world. But it's no longer a time of barrenness. Faith camp has been amazing. But it's been a bit like the Israelites wandering in the desert because they had, you know, sometimes we think that, oh, it must have been terrible. No, it wasn't that bad. Food provided, shoes that never wore out, a pillar of cloud to follow, a pillar of fire to follow, and 
a great man like Moses bringing the word and preaching the word. But it was time after 40 years, not 36 like faith camp, so we're just getting in early. Um, it was time for every individual to pick up their sword and their shield and wear their armor and take hold of the promises that God had spoken over the people. They had to take a land. Moses couldn't take the land by himself. He could equip and prepare and get people ready. And that's what's been happening to us. Even if you've only been part of this church for a couple of weeks. You know, you step into what others have gained, what others have taken hold of, what others... It's called grace. It's why Jesus told the parable of the workers in the field, where those were at the beginning, those who came a little bit later, and those who came at the end. They all got the same. They all got paid the same. So you could have been in kingdom faith, and you're joining today. And you will be stepping in with us to everything that God has, because it's grace. It's not because we've worked hard. It's time for fruitfulness. Look at the next bit. I really am not speaking very long. Honest. Here we go. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Our tents were stretched so wide they ripped. Martin and Michelle's tent. It was mended with sellotape. I mean, it was like industrial-sized sellotape. I've never seen anything like it. But basically, it was clear tape, wasn't it? So it just looked like this giant... Sorry? I was going to mention it was six pound a metre. That's obviously dear to Martin. I don't mean dear expensive. I mean dear to his heart that it spent all his money on sellotape. Because in the wind, this table flew across, hit their tent, made a problem, presumably a small nick, and he went... And then they had two tents. But unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, it was quite a leaky tent. Uh, and the camp shop came along uh, with this like reel of tape and they carefully taped it up. And it lasted the whole week. It, I couldn't believe it. it. You could see it. It looked like sellotape. It looked like, oh, well, we haven't got a, oh, great, we've got some, you know, wide sellotape. We'll just put that out. I mean, people walking past must have think, what on earth are they doing? That's not going to last. But it did. But, uh, so tents were literally having to be ripped to show, if you like, or what we can learn from it. I don't think the Lord particularly came to rip our tents to pieces, but <laughs> he works good in everything and he communicates in everything. That's what I mean by it being prophetic. And you could see this reminded me so much of this passage. We've got, we're, we're going into something that's bigger. And we haven't gone into it on a victory roll. We've actually coming into it through the grief and the mourning we've been going through, and we're still going through, and we will go through, and obviously some of us more than others. So it's not like a yeehaw kind of thing, but it's like a deep work that God's doing in us and carrying on Nigel's legacy, as we talked, or as I talked about before I was on holiday. I don't think that any of us have experienced what we're going to be experiencing. I think it's going to be different. We'll go into even greater depths of worship. I mean, it's, we're, we're so blessed in that people come, and we're talking international leaders as well, and say there's something different here. Do you remember Stu and Chloe? And Chloe, who go all over the world. Stu and Chloe Glasborough from Catch the Fire. You know, and they're saying there'll be television cameras here. I mean, what she's expressing is it's so amazing what you have. 
They were totally caught unawares. They were not expecting this relatively small church of 150 people in a relatively small town, in a relatively obscure place, to be encountering God and have such a presence. They were blown away by the hunger for more of God that is here in this place. They really were. They're still talking about it. Because it's come back to me via other circles that they're talking about Kingdom Faith in Yorkshire and what they experienced here. Hallelujah. Chad Marriott. Anyone remember him if you're a Kingdom Faith person? I do apologize if you're a visitor. This is probably one of the most incestuous mornings you could ever join in on us. Because I keep talking about family and we just did this. So I do apologize, but, it, you know, God will speak to you. Uh, he was um, in Texas, Chad Marriott. And he met James Maloney out there. And he said, it was a surreal experience because James was starting to talk to me about Paul Abel and the church in Scarborough. He said, I was in Texas. I was so remote from Scarborough. It's exciting. What was he talking about? The presence of God that's here. The hunger of God that's here. The faith that's in this place. Hallelujah. And there's another person who's experienced ministry in all kinds of forms all around the world. And uh, he should be coming back in 2020. So, enlarge the place of your tent. Do not hold back. If it's going to rip open, let it rip open. And you won't need sellotape either. Strengthen your stakes. We did need to do a bit of that. Put those guide robes out. You know? For you will. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. There is a breakout. Your descendants, that's our spiritual descendants and our natural descendants. Well, you're not my natural descendant. You kind of are. Because you're my daughter in God, aren't you? Because we're family. She's looking confused now. Sorry about that. If you could just explain what I'm talking about later. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our descendants will dispossess nations. What does that mean? They will go with an authority and a love that will change nations. They won't be the same as they were before. Not even just Scarborough. Not even just Yorkshire. Not even just the UK. People from here going around the world. I mean, we have got some of that already, of course. We have got people that have been through here that are changing the world around them in different places like China and Hong Kong. So, whenever God says about, this is coming, this is big, most of us react with a little bit of, "Mm." and God knows that. So he says, don't be afraid, you won't suffer shame. Don't fear disgrace, you will not be humiliated. This is a time of fruitfulness. This is a time of tent poles being shattered. That's not a bad thing, it's not talking about, Oh, this is going to be a horrible time. It's just things that have restricted us. Because the old tent poles, you see, I mean, we were, we were repairing tent poles, weren't we, Martin and Dan? Oh, you know when your fingers get full of fiberglass bits, and you sort of, later on, you just sort of go like this, and you're, ow! <laughs> you know? So we were repairing tent poles and all sorts of things to keep these tents up, threading through bits of string. It's not talking about broken for the, uh, and it being a catastrophe it's talking about breaking the things that have kept us small so we can grow 
God will change the way we understand things even. And God, that one of the big things of course, is that God is continuing to raise up people and bring people to us who have got an anointing to lead many more. Pete and Sally move here in two weeks. They're moving up on the 17th. They've exchanged. They, uh, they're actually moving in on the 18th of August into their house. So if you're around, they'll probably like some help. But uh, Brian and Kath Blacklock, who we met uh, at Faith Camp, they are at the 99% certain that they're coming to Scarborough because this is where God wants them. So God's bringing these people, but it's not just about people bringing in. We've got man- mighty people of God like this man here. What's his name? Oh, Ron. <laughs> Claire here. You know, who God is raising up. Anointed worship leaders like Nigel. You know, there's such gifting and talent in this place. Great guitarists like Mike, who doesn't just play to show off, but every time he plays, you know he's worshipping God. Powerful leaders of love and compassion like Peter and Anne. Oh, I'll stop before I embarrass people too much. Hallelujah. There's so many amazing people in this church. It's such a fabulous church to be part of. I'm so, I give thanks to God daily, literally, for being in such a church. I know it's messy, and I know we don't always get it right, and I know we upset one another even sometimes, but it's time to go forward. So, mm, that's enough of this. Would you like to see some photographs? There's, there's probably still a few too many. So, again, I apologise if you're a visitor today. They don't go on forever. Uh, but if you want a quick nap. Uh, there's something about these photographs. The, the, the thing I love is, is they're nearly all of the people. Because that's what we're about. It's not so much there's pictures of the event. It's just a few of the people. And I do apologise for those who were there and didn't get in it. Um, as I say, I didn't have time to sort of mentally go through. And there were some people there I thought, I haven't got a photograph of you. Um, but So they've not been thoroughly checked. And I'm sorry, but I'm naturally biased to my grandchildren. So there's probably more than I even think of them. <laughs> have you got that video, Dan? Let's, let's show it. Yeah, it doesn't do the most subtle of endings, that program. Well, far too many, I know. And, yeah, there were far too many of my grandchildren. Watching them, even I was feeling a bit embarrassed. But that's what it's about, our people, us together. And, yeah, I apologise for those that weren't in in some of them. There are a lot more. But, uh, well, praise God. Um, Just before people come up and uh, and share a little bit more um, about their experience, I just want to say... um, Obviously, a lot of people are saying, well, what are we going to do next? You know, after 36 years. And my true and honest answer is we're going to listen to God. Because that's the most important thing. We, we have identified, I think, as I've talked to different people, three really key things. One is that with Faith Camp, one of the key things is 
um, we get that opportunity to worship and meet with God. Uh, and so we want to do something like that. We're not going to reproduce Faith Camp in any way. Um, and it's interesting, we looked at 8 o'clocks, which are very popular at Faith Camp, and we don't even have this kind of setup there. We just have some small speakers. Uh, this year, as we referred to, the partially working keyboard. And uh, we really meet with God. So it's about the people gathering. And the fact that you have a few days, I don't think we'll ever do anything that lasts a week, means it just gives that opportunity for God to communicate. You just put that time aside. And so that's really very key. And So listening to God and meeting with God together. A second one, and this is really dear to my heart, is that the kids have so, such an amazing time. You know, they, they, they all get to play with one another, as you saw in some of the photographs. They get to know one another best. They get such freedom to wander around the campsite and talk to all the different adults that they know and perhaps even some they don't know because it's a really safe environment. And they, 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 they have a great time as well as the God input that's going on. So that, I think, is really important to reproduce. But if that's for the kids, then we need that for the adults as well. That time, you saw all the pictures of people smiling and laughing and hanging out with each other and sheltering from the rain together. All these things that are, are bonding. And I think it's important we do something with that. So there is nothing set in stone. There is nothing planned. We are exploring different options. But um, we will look to do some kind of camp, probably locally, but not huge, we to say we're not going to do faith camp, otherwise that will take over our lives. Uh, but we do feel there will be a need to create this opportunity to spend time together. Just like that, having fun together, laughing, joking, taking a couple of days off work, that sort of thing. That we can hang out together. Uh, because that's one thing that we will lose if we don't. So that's where we're going at the moment and we'll probably try and do it um, a similar time to faith camp, depending on what's available, so that uh, we've kind of got in our minds a lot of us, that's when we'll do it. Okay? So that's where it's at. Anything else is pure rumour. I was a bit naughty in one of the eight o'clock, so I just casually dropped it in as if I'd mentioned it by accident, which of course you know me by now, many of you. It was completely intentional. Um, and which meant that everybody was talking about Kingdom Faith Yorkshire are going to be doing a camp. So I think there will be people join with us, um, even if it's just the extended family of people that really identify with what God's doing here. And that'll be good, because it'll help you know, us experience other people and experience other groups. But yes, it won't be huge, it won't be enormous, that's not our intention. Our intention is, as I said, those three things. Meet with God, hear from God together. The children have a fantastic time and get a chance to be friends with each other. And us as well the adults okay so uh, we'll keep you up to date with what's going on with that but I would really like uh, some people to uh, come forward and just you know give a a story or of something from faith camp that's happened to you we've got one little tiny short minute long video it's of you on the main stage so you were actually up there about four minutes so we've got about one minute to show but uh because Georgie went on the main stage, as you saw in those photos. Okay, so can, can just a few come up? That would be almost enormous. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Alex. Just a story from camp uh, to celebrate the 36 years that we've been involved, even if you've only been involved this year.
Some stories of faith camp, I'd like to. Any, anything else? Okay. You're going to share something, are you, Reuben? <laughs> Go on, then. Um, I was going to sing one of my Power Puck songs. Go on, then. Gonna be a power pack. Gonna be a nation shaker. Gonna make an impact. Gonna be a kingdom maker. Standing strong, won't go back. Following Jesus, no going back. He's the Lord, that's a fact. Power pack. Was there, there, was there anything else? No. Oh, that was good. Michelle, let's have a song and dance from you, too. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Faith Camp was absolutely fantastic. It was just like a time where you go for a whole week just getting spiritually fed and just encountering God throughout that week. Lots of up and downs with the weather and all that kind of stuff. But what was interesting is when, after the week, we stopped off to, at the service station yesterday... Um, to just get a bite to eat and stuff. And as you go through to the service station, you sort of realise, actually, there's so much in this service station of people that don't know Christ and their situations and the oppression and just stuff going on there. And that week just taught me, actually, we ne- this is what God is saying, definitely, to me, um, that we just need to be there. You can see transformations in lives through Jesus. And Jesus is our only answer. And I just felt that, actually... A whole week of encountering God. This, this needs to be every day. This needs to be every day. Amen. And it was just, um, yeah, it, it's just like we are taking that, taking that what God can do in our own lives and just realising that we can actually give this to other people. God is there with people. And just that prayer or, or just that word or something just to share God's love with them. And I just felt it was, uh, yeah, that, that was just my just like oh, yes god you know i don't want it to be a week it's like this has to be a lifetime yeah yeah oh man that's uh, that's very much what pastor colin was saying when we were chatting with him uh, in hospitality as well that he really sees that faith camp going out into the churches and like we've been saying we're praying your kingdom come but it's not just a prayer it's, it's doing something about it we, we live in a world where things happen to us and to one another, and certainly out in the world, that are not God's kingdom. So we've got to be praying, we've got to be doing, we've got to see a nation change. We need to persist, even in the face of incredible opposition, because we won't let people go unhealed. We won't let uh, you know, the things that happen that are not of God to happen. It's time for God's um, divine will to happen, not just... It's permitted to happen because of it being a sinful world. But to actually see the kingdom, the rule and the reign of Jesus. And uh, so expecting that faith camp anointing, you know, the people that get healed, the people that get changed in such quantity, to be resting on all of us so that we're all seeing that happen. Um, Alex. Yeah, I, I was serving in a group called Resolute, which is for 11 to 13 year olds. So I didn't have as much time to do the family side of things. I look forward to that next year. I could not do You're leading it now. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, um, so yeah, but that was, that was a, a great privilege. I mean, 
I've been doing it the last few years, but this year by far was the most powerful time we've had with God as a group, like with all the, all the young people um, together there. So many people were responding to what God was doing. Uh, I had the privilege uh, of being able to speak to them as well and share a word on, I shared a word on giving, it, giving our all based on Romans 12, where it's saying give your, you know, give your bodies to God as a living sacrifice. The message version was a bit better for children. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was great. There were so many of them stood up after that. We did a response of like, if you want to give your all to God and go and you know, live every day for him, every moment, your school life, your being at home, everything. And so many of them came and responded. And that was just awesome. And um, uh, yeah, one kind of, one boy in particular in my, what we call squads, which was like the smaller groups we split into, was called Peter and like just over the week kind of like really stood out to me just because um, I got to pray with him a few times and we stood together on whatever day towards the end of the week we did a healing day uh, like a healing session because we were looking at the Holy Spirit throughout the week and being filled with the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we did a one of the days we did healing and um, it was it's always a little bit difficult with, ch- uh, with children like to kind of maybe gets them to the place where they kind of, yeah, I really, you know, I really want to be healed, you know. I guess it's difficult for us sometimes as adults as well to be like, I want to step forward for that. But once I got to, with Peter and the rest of my group to just say, right, close your eyes, do you, wanna, do you need anything that you want healing for? And uh, Peter and this other guy called Noah kind of, they put their hands up. So we stood aside and we were like, right, let's pray. And basically Peter, has been, his friends noticed that he's been shaking a lot. I don't know what it is, like, um, like whenever he stands still, he shakes. When he's in a class or he's doing work, he, he shakes as well. And he's told his parents, but they're not sure what it is, and they haven't really found out about it yet. So we stood together, and, and he was stood like this, and he was shaking. I could see it. And, um, <clears throat> and, I, was say, and I prayed for him. I, I, you know, I prayed for him to be healed, and he stopped shaking. And, uh, oh, man. And, and he was so over. You could tell it was real because he was so overwhelmed by the fact that He's, he was stood there and he wasn't shaking. He started, you know, like he started to, like tear up and, uh, you know, he was just like, you know, I'm not shaking. I'm not shaking. This is awesome, you know. And he was also healed that week of eczema, and you know, God was doing so much stuff in him. So that's just one testimony out of like hundreds, uh, more than hundred kids, and it was a powerful time. So praise God and. The you know, same message was going on in Resolute as it was around the camp that it was all building towards we're sending you out to go and live a life for Jesus every day. You know, we're not going to be coming back to camp now, so take hold of everything that you, that's been going on and take it with you. And they did, so it was awesome. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to go to the other end now. Let's hear from you, Joshua. At Power Pack, we were praying for people, and there was a Swedish person who couldn't really understand um, the stuff that they were saying in, and where all the grown-ups were, so we prayed for him, and we don't know what's happened yet. Oh, excellent story. The power of prayer. Thank you, Joshua. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, but um, this week I've just been blown away by the love that everybody's shown, um, like within church and in the wider family, just the love and the prayer and the, the just acceptance and 
God's been speaking to me over the last few years, because I haven't got it yet, <laughs> that we're a body, that we're not supposed to be individuals doing everything on our own, and it's oh, good man. to allow people to help and to let people in. Um, and it's just been a real, a real time of learning that and learning that it's okay to be weak sometimes and it's okay to let people help you um, and to accept that love. That's where I've got Amen. Um, my tent was one of the tents that went down and it went down quite spectacularly actually um, I've got a great big six man down tent with five poles um, going through it and all five were completely shattered like, I'm not talking a little break, they were shattered and I saw it go down and as it was going down I was helping putting down the Gemma's tent up and the kids came running over and like, the tent's gone down, the tent's gone down and I saw it and, and I could have cried and I thought Faith camps over before it's even begun, and, and I was really, really down. But you know, the church family just rallied around me, and mine's like, "Come on, we'll, we'll go, go to the go to the camp shop." So I went to the camp shop, and obviously they've been quite busy. And so like, we're really sorry, we can't help you. And I'm like, oh, "Great, camps over, camps over." And then Martin's like, no, no, come on, we'll go to go outdoors, let's go to go outdoors. So Martin was, was a, a, an absolute rock and he got me in the car and we went to go outdoors and we eventually found some poles that, that could work to fix. And then we were coming back in the car and oh my words, the, the rain came. And I'm not talking rain, this isn't rain, this is hail. This is, we, we couldn't see, could we, Martin? It was, we were driving probably about 10 miles an hour because it was just so bad. And the realisation came to me that all my stuff was in the tent and it was flat and all my clothes were in there just in cloth bags and all my bedding, like duvets, were all in there just in cloth bags. And I thought, everything is going to be wet. This is it. I can't, I can't camp with wet stuff. I'm going home. I'm going to have to go home. And I was practically crying with Martin. The camp. I was like, no, no, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And we got back to camp and actually it was all right, wasn't it? Because somebody had noticed that there was quite a few bumps in my tent and there was a big cloud coming over. And Paul and Kate and I think Lauren had, had, had just pulled everything out and, and my car was unlocked. It wasn't locked this year, so woohoo. <laughs> so all my stuff was back in my car. Um, and, and yeah, like, like the, the tent posts got fixed and, and it held all week. And I had another little bit of a wobble later on in the week. I was like, oh, I'm going home, I'm going home. But, but my church family stood around me and supported me and, and got me through it. So I'm, thank you for that. And then just the, the children, the, the, the kids had such a great time. And I really do want to just mention the football because this hasn't been mentioned yet. And we had quite a few kids on the unit and they all wanted to play football. And, and we'd got a team, but then more wanted to play. And it was like, who's in which team? And, and there was an age cap on it, so Elizabeth couldn't play and Reuben couldn't play. And I was just like, oh, no. And, and Momzilla came over me. <laughs> And poor jo Joel Daniels um, got Momzilla. But, you know, he was really, really helpful. And he, he said, I was like, Joel, can we not get two teams so they can all get a go? And, and, and they shouldn't have played because they were too young. But he's like, yeah, I'll sort this for you. And, and I was really surprised. It was, it was such a credit to Claire that she's raised a young man that, that was prepared to help. And, and so they all had a great time. And, and for me, that was great. And just one more thing, as, as a J24-7 team member, I was so proud of Georgina. You know, stood on that stage. I was so proud. Well done. Well done, Georgina. We'll come to you in a minute then. Thank you, Charlotte. God impacted me individually, which is not unusual in some cases. Um, it was my 10th camp. I wasn't part of Kingdom Faith at all when I first went in 2009. 
and I'm here now. Um, but besides God impacting me individually in a different ways, he impacted me massively through what he was doing in so many people here and in other churches. How they've grown, how they responded to stuff at camp in terms of the healings, and you'll hear some of that probably coming up soon. Um, but just in terms of how people have got such an amazing relationship with God, and this camp's part of that. And one of the things from this camp was in terms of breakthrough and breakout, and speaking to the many people that I've become friends with in different ways over 10 years from other parts of the UK to see how God's impacted them and is going to impact with them is the thing that's probably really influenced me most. It's the relationship that people have with God and within the church. Praise God. Georgie, thank you, Adrian. A couple of days ago, we prayed at Power Park. We prayed for me eczema, and it just got a little bit worse. And we kept praying. We didn't give up. And then now it's just gone. It's much better, is it? Praise God. Oh, Father, we confirm just a complete freedom from eczema in your skin. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Let's let's run that video. It's only a little bit, because she was up there for a while, of you on the main stage. So you might want to sit where you can just see it, or you might not. There you go. Sorry about the quality. I was just holding my phone up. Ah, Praise God. Wow. Wonderful, eh? Let's, uh, Let's have the worship team forward, shall we? Let's just finish the morning by bringing it all to God. Robin, if they come up, if you'd like to just bring, you said you've got something you wanted to share. Nearly forgot you, sorry about that. Yeah, um, Jean and I didn't go to faith camp, we went to Hollybush Bible Camp. Ooh. And uh, I just want to share this. The theme, have a guess what it was? The theme of the week was enlarge the place of your tent, <laughs> stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords. If you don't know where Hollybush is, it's west of here about 60 miles it's called Miracle Valley as you go from Sutton Bank you look down over the Vale of York um, toward North Allerton and it's like when God took Abraham and he said look out over the land all this land I'm giving you just keep that in your mind but we had the same weather on the Saturday I'm up above the cab on the motorhome having a sleep and Jean opens because it's oppressively hot she opens the big window on the side and there's this enormous crash and the window blew out and Jean says oh I've broken the window I've broken the window so you know our tent and Elka if you've got any wisdom about German Heimer motorhomes replacement windows please tell me because that's we don't just, know where to get one German. No, other, but, no other link at all but if there's one thing I learned at that camp <laughs> is that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. Whether you're in North Allerton, Peterborough, Scarborough, wherever you're from, he's the same God and he's with us. And he's with us in our troubles, he's with us in our difficulties, and he's with us in our joys. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's 
stand, shall we? There was one lady in the eight o'clock uh, one morning, and uh, well, she was there. I didn't know she was there. God gave me one of those words. There's a lady here. She's 65 years old. She's on this unit. She's wearing uh, a blue top with a white top underneath. And these are some things that your mother said to you when you were young. And God's going to set you free from that this morning. And nobody responded. The next day a lady came over to me and said, um, I didn't respond because I only had a blue top on. Everything else fitted. But she said, when I got back to my caravan, I realized I had got a white t-shirt on underneath that I'd forgotten about. And she said, at that moment, God set me free. I've been completely transformed. She said, I've been so set free from things that were constantly negativity spoken over her by her mother. There was a number of other things that I was able to tell her in the one-to-one that God had said. And she was a different person. There was another lady who came up and she was sitting in a camping chair because she wasn't able to stand very easily. And she'd got metal rods in her back to fuse her spine together. So she wasn't able to bend very easily. And very restricted movement. Couldn't jump especially, you know, or run or do any of that. And after we'd had the fire tunnel, which was another story for another day, she came to she got someone to get come, me to come over to her afterwards. And she said, I'm on fire. She said, I'm shaking. I don't know what God is doing. And I said to her, as you do sometimes when God just comes out and you forget to be frightened. God is melting the rods in your back. Your healing's coming right now. She received it as a word, stood up, started touching her toes, and then she started jumping around the room and dancing. The rods were still there, so she couldn't bend, but she could bend. She could jump. And she was, I saw her at the end of the week, and she was just like, this is amazing, I'm completely restored. As well, she said, what I didn't tell you was, I was in intense pain all, all the time. And she said, at that moment, it completely went. So all I know is, for all the failures, there are the successes. There's going to be a lot more successes, and that's what we're going to press in for, because this is a room full of the new creations of God. So let's give thanks to God. Let's rejoice. Let's focus on Him. Hallelujah. In the short time we have left together, we're going to finish about quarter past 12. But let's just give thanks to God and worship Him, giving Him all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So as I said earlier, um, during August, it will be family services, so the children will be staying in. They'll normally be a bit shorter, but we had a few things to happen this morning. Next week, we're looking forward to the dedication of Callum, which is Luke and Heather's son, so that's going to be great. 
And children listening in the room, I want you to do something this week. Okay? All the under 12s. No, under 13s. Okay? This week, going forward, bearing in mind that we're going to be praying for Callum next week and the dedication of his family, I want you to just ask God for a word. Okay, you can write it down or you can come and pray it next week. Because you are moving in the prophetic as much as the adults. So what do you think Jesus wants to say to this family? We don't normally do it. I just felt in the worship today that's what God was telling me for you guys to do. If you don't get anything or you don't think you've got anything because Jesus speaks to everyone, that's okay. But I know many of you will hear something. Okay, so bring that for next week. That's dedications next week. And if you want to bring friends along, it will be, uh, I'm speaking, it will be a shorter message, but it will certainly be, uh, for those who are not yet Christians, something that will uh, speak to them, okay? Um, Also, just before we go, um, I know Ron mentioned it last week, um, but uh, I I missed before uh, we went on holiday to bring up uh, the subject of baptism. So, uh, if there are people wanting to be baptized, we will go for the first weekend in uh, September when the sea will be so warm you won't believe it after all this summer sun. So this is your golden opportunity. Um, so that first Sunday in September, uh, if you'd like to be baptized, because yes, we will be walking down to the beach after a shorter service, uh, uh, celebrate Jesus on the beach, and then we do the baptisms in the sea. You can see those photographs over there, though the North Sea is not always that rough. Hallelujah. So if you want to show that your life belongs to Jesus, you do need to be baptized. Okay? Jesus says, repent and be baptized. Okay? Speaking through his disciples. So repent and be baptized. Let's go for that step. If you're not sure, you want to talk to somebody, or you just want to give me your name, then please do that at the end before you go. All right, have a fantastic week. There are no God Encounter Thursday nights happening during August as we all take a little bit of a back step and rest a little bit. Uh, What's happening in your house church is totally up to your house church leaders. Some will be doing sort of picnics or, or nothing. It's totally up to you guys, but have a fantastic time and see you all next week, if not before. Don't forget the summit is closed this week to ensure that all the team that works in this building get a bit of a break. All right? Be blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.